0: A life changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Mighty warrior, great Jehovah. Hey,
1: where are the worshipers in this house? Mighty warrior.
0: Because because Jehovah Jehovah your Come on, say it again. Jehovah is His name. Hallelujah! At the mention of His name, every shall bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Jehovah, come on.
1: when you are lifted up you draw all men unto yourself and tonight you will use your word and the presence of your power to touch change and transform lives I pray heavenly father every troubled heart must go out tonight with celebration and praise is in the battle that he cannot fight. That she cannot fight any longer. Take over. Release power from heaven. Let the power break through. That every negative satanic voice shall be silent in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus name somebody shout a big amen. Amen. daughters who are in the house, I want to honor all of you. I want to salute the apostle Janine Wally, who has sent the wife to come and deliver the message of the Lord to us last night. He himself is on the way coming to join us, and we pray that God brings him safely. Mama, woman of God, thank you so much. We salute you. God bless you. I want to salute uh the premier lady, Mama Rita. The woman who comforts me. The woman who satisfies me. Emotionally. Physically. Your love wise. Bless you. Hallelujah. It is not an easy thing to, to marry troublesome people like us. She's done very well. She's gone 33 years. Oh. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? We shall be celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary in this place. Thank you. You are already dead. Thank you. Hallelujah. I said amen. amen. I want to bless my son, Emmanuel, who has now become a father and uh, the, the head of the North American churches of Royal House Chapel. His wife, shall, shall we honor Mama Amina? And Reverend Jo Chum, you and your beautiful wife, Reverend Hazel, I love you uh reverend jeff uh these days I, I, what I want to call you pastor then reverend will come but uh, uh whom god has blessed nobody can kiss reverend jeff and your wife pastor mate you and your beautiful wife thank you so much and uh senior Agomedah, thank you you are looking younger and fresh always Thank you for raising a son like this for the kingdom of God. You, you planted a seed and I watered it. And the, the increase is of God. And we give God the glory. You planted a seed and I watered it. But then God takes the glory. Hallelujah. I wanted to honor one of our sons, the son of Reverend Steve Mason, Dr. Uh, Dr. Sapon, uh, a, group, a great teacher and preacher of the word. He preaches in Royal House Chapel churches in, in Ghana. Uh, let's honor him greatly. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then I salute Dr. Paulina Wale, my friend for over 40 years. Uh, I had been a leader since our, my student days. So I was a schoolboy, she was a schoolgirl and uh, I was, <laughs> we we're all going out to preach and I was leading them and Mama Rita was a member of my congregation and she was a member. Uh, Mama Rita was in the choir singing till today. I can't figure out the part she was singing because because they, they we need people. So people must sing. And now I remember that somewhere along the line I could be hearing some funny echoes, funny echoes. Now I know that the voice is Mama Rita's voice. They were all in my choir, and then they would sing, and then they would usher, and then after ushering, when I saw the souls came in, they were the same people who were counseling the souls. Oh, these people, God bless you, God bless you. She's followed me since when I'm preaching in New York everywhere in New York, she will come over. Every year, she comes to Accra, Ghana to spend about three weeks with us. Uh, she attends Royal Ladies, uh, conferences every year. Paulina, thank you so much. God richly. So, Reverend Emmanuel now knows that this is one of the aunties that she has, he has to take care of in this, in this place. Can I hear someone say amen? Amen. And then, uh, uh, I introduce to you my senior organist, uh, uh, uh He and his wife, somewhere sitting at the back. God richly bless you. Uh, I have had a lot of very faithful peers. Uh, for, for some reason, any person who sat on that seat as a PA in my office in Accra, Ghana, did not sit there for more than two years. And the Lord will open the door for the person to come to America, Canada, or UK. I mean, the seat was a visa-issuing seat. And and at the time, at the time, I thought it I thought it was an honor that uh, the PA served me and then they traveled, they served me and they travel. And I didn't think about the turnover of the human, the labor turnover and how that every two years I had to train a new PA and you know, I was so excited. The first one went to Canada. The second one went to um, UK, UK, UK. There came this woman. Uh, Please stand on my former PA. Uh, uh, I I forgot your name because you don't send me money. I'm Petrina finished university and for some reason, all my peers are graduates. I don't pick any low, unless I first degree. You must have a first degree to be able to sit in there in my office to talk to my, my my friends around the world. So she finished university and then she came. You were the person that, I you, you, you worked for about five years. Four years. And then I saw that she too was going. And this time she was not coming to school. A certain bad boy had come to propose to her, and the boy was marrying her out of my office. Hey, monkey the web, bamboo the chop, monkey the web bamboo de chop. So I released her to go. Then came Tina. I said, Tina, that's why you die here. You have nowhere to go. So to make you comfortable, now this is your house, four bedroom house. This is your car. Tina has worked in my office for eight years. And so I'm going to celebrate her 10th year. 10th year, I'm going to change her car. Now, I'm thinking about uh, helping her get a mortgage and buy her own house. And then uh, she'll pay 50 percent. I'll pay 50 percent for her. Why? Because the thing Tina has left in that office. If she goes, my office will close her for, th- for three years. My office will shut for three years. <laughs> now I don't know anything. In fact, Mama Rita is responsible for my undies and my singlets <laughs> and my food when I'm traveling where I'm traveling to, where I'm going to preach, where, which meeting I have. If Tina misses one meeting, then I forget. Every time. And I want to thank God for you people who started. God richly. Bless you. In two years, I'll be 60 years and I want all my peers, you are going to travel from all the places, all of you are coming to Accra, Ghana to celebrate the seat that ushered you to where you are now. Let's give God some glory and praise in the house. I want you to honor my son, uh, Psalmist George, Samis George lives in the UK. And, uh, He's in the UK, uh, here, uh, Mary, uh, Maryland, to support me in this conference throughout this week. He, his wife, how many children? Four children, six. The aeroplane was full when they... they <laughs> <laughs> full. The pilot said, who is this family that has come to occupy the whole... Genesis chapter 28, verse number 10. Genesis chapter 28 verse number 10. God bless you. I love you. Thank you. from God richly bless you. I'll be expecting you in Ghana. Genesis chapter 28 verse number 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. Next verse. And he and he lighted upon a certain place, a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set over him. So darkness had engulfed Jacob. And then he took off the stones, one of the stones, stone, 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 stone of that place and put them for his feet loose and laid down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascended. Take take the take note of the sequence. They were ascending and then descending, ascending and then descending. And behold, the Lord stood above it, verse number 13, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, and the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Verse number 14, and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south and to, and in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. 15 and behold, I am with thee and I'll keep thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning, and okay, I will stop there. Tonight, I I want to shoot hope into your system. Tonight, I I want to give you reason to say, I will not die again, I will live. I, I, I want to give you reason when you wake up every morning, you should know that something good will happen to you. The guy we are talking about here, Jacob, Had more issues and more problems than you. The man's family background first. He comes from a family where if you are a firstborn, you will fight unnecessary battles you do not wish to fight. The family he comes from, his grandfather Abraham did not inherit his father because he was firstborn. God checked him out of his father's house in Syria and asked him to go to a place where he will show him. So at the time of the death of Abraham's father, Abraham was not at home. He did not inherit his father. He did not know where his, who inherited even his father. Because Abraham also had two brothers. The two brothers were all alcoholics. One of whose grandson was Lot, who drank so much that his two daughters had to sleep with him, committing incest, impregnating them, giving birth to the Moabites and the Ammonites, who became a curse. To the Israelites, the house Jacob came from was a trouble house. Firstborns were disinherited, a family of alcoholics, a family of uh, incest people, uh, uh, a family of 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 whatever. And then he had a mother who also was a trickster, who would show his boy how to lie his way into everything. And the mother can look into Jacob's eyes and say, okay, I heard your father saying to your brother that uh, he should prepare himself. He's going to give him inheritance. Uh, But uh, uh, I wanted to go behind there, kill two goats. You are going to dress up like Esau and talk like Esau and go for the blessing. And then the innocent boy says, and so mom, if my father recognizes that I am not Esau, but I am Jacob, then he will be angry and he will curse me. And instead of blessing, a curse is coming up upon me. The mother notoriously said, Go. Go and do it. When he curses, let the curse come upon me. Hey. Jacob had a father who was so sensual that he did not bother about the giftings of God his children had. All that mattered to him was the one who brought him games and food and venison that was all so even though Jacob was smart and intelligent that didn't move his father his father was more concerned about the traditions at the time it is the first one who must inherit and that is Esau number two Esau you must bring me the game and the food that I want that I bless you not the one who is intelligent not the one who is smart not the one who is spiritual but the one who can cook that, that, that's, that's, that's the kind of father that Jacob had and then number two, position. So number one, family connections. His bloodline was not good. His background was not good. Number two, his position in the lineup was also a disadvantage. He was the second. And not the first, two. Israel was more preferred to him. Disadvantage. And then number three. Number three. So family, connection, disadvantage, position, disadvantage. Then his name. Didn't also help him. His name, if the father called him Jacob, oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The man came with his own name. In the realms of the supernatural, God knew that he must be named after a nation, Israel. He was born Israel, a nation. But his father looked at the circumstances of his birth, and then when he was born, he was holding the heels of his brother. He said, You shall be called Jacob. So, forever. You will be trailing behind the heels of your brother. Forever, you have to lie your way to prominence. You shall be called Jacob. You shall become a liar. You shall become a corn man. That's who you are. That's your name is. That's the circumstances under which you were born. So that's going to be your 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 future. And ladies and gentlemen, today, I came here to let you know that compared with Joseph, with Jacob, shall let you a good girl. Tell somebody you are okay. Tell somebody you are okay. That's somebody you are. Okay, and 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 if Jacob's life could turn around, and the man Jacob now will become a nation, and then we hear God saying to him, "And through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed." Jacob, oh, clap your hands and say, "I have hope." No, 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 you are too quiet. I said, "My case is good." Clap your hands and say, "God will do something about my situation." Shout yes! Hallelujah, this convention. Something must happen to you. Oh, can I hear somebody shout a big amen in the house? Something must happen, a change must take place. Something must find you. Your name must change, your circumstance must change. Something must today. Let me, let me, let me leave you with three words three words number one, grace. Number two, hunger. And then number three, uh, revelation. Grace, hunger, and revelation. Grace. See, 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 see. Watch me, watch me, watch me here. Grace, 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 grace. The, the, the grace of God. Finds you when you are nobody and you are nothing in your weakness. Because when the grace of God is locating you, the grace of God doesn't locate you because of your perfection and because of what you have attained. But the grace of God looks for the slightest window of opportunity of what God can turn around in your life. That's that's what we call grace. Somebody shout and say grace. grace. No, 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 you are you are you are joking tonight? Say grace. grace. Now your you the intensity of your voice tells me you are serious, sharp grace. 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 Grace is not about how perfect you are, but grace is about God overlooking all your bad luck, family, bloodline, connections, number one, the position of the family you occupy, the circumstances of your birth, whatever you are, God looks, overlooks all of them and God is just looking about what little can I find about this guy that I can turn around. And for Jacob, it was hunger. Grace, hunger, and revelation. Let me spend a little time on grace and then a little time on on hunger and then I'll spend more time on revelation because that's where my message is. Grace, let me tell you first what grace doesn't like. Grace doesn't like proud people. People full of ego. Arrogance. And people who think that they are so self-sufficient, they don't need anybody, they don't need anything. Grace doesn't like those people. But but, but grace, grace looks for people who will admit and say, God, I am inadequate. Something is missing in my life. And and Lord, I, I want you to change something in my life. Somebody say grace. That's grace. So now that I've told you what, what grace doesn't like. Grace doesn't like arrogant people. Grace, grace doesn't like proud people. Grace doesn't like people who are, who are full of ego. Grace doesn't like people who, who think that they, they have it all. They know it all. Grace doesn't like people who cannot say I'm sorry. Grace doesn't like. So when you are that kind of pressing, <coughs> what happens to you is that even though God sees a window of opportunity, something in you that he can turn around, for some reason, God is unable to enter. So, so w- w- when you are in the choir, for example, you, you can easily... You can easily be overtaken by the devil when you are not being given a chance to sing solo, you know? And one person is singing solo always, solo always, solo always. There is a temptation of going to gather somewhere to gossip and say, what is it about this girl that every day the choir master makes, makes her sing solo? Is her voice better than my voice? There's one girl in my choir who had been complaining that time. others were asked to sing solos and she was not asked to sing solo. She would complain, she would complain, she would complain. And then at that time she got so offended and angry she stopped the choir. And then people talked to her and she came back to the choir again. One day they asked her to lead worship. Ah! That spirit of poppomyosis. So, hit the key for me. hit the key for me. So, wh- what key are you playing? They are playing key. They are playing key. And then when she's going to rest, So, oh You are that about me.
0: You're my glory. And the my, my head
1: so so pastor know you are in the spirit when she was doing that they, i want to call her to the microphone i said give me my microphone i say said then i called that person then we we went into the spirit down
0: oh lord you are a shield. Oh, come on you can't keep quiet and I the it is God that will lift your head. head it is your God that gives you the grace without grace you are nothing now, Thou, oh God now, lift up your voice oh Lord, clap those hands and say you are a shield You're a shield. round about me my hand.
1: case has come you didn't receive me let me try this group the grace of God is that power that keeps you and prepares you until you are ready to marry when you are not ready to marry and you force yourself you go and fail you didn't receive me can I try you grace is that that which keeps you until God is ready to make you a millionaire your hands and shout, I receive it. Somebody shout and say, grace.
0: Grace.
1: Very much, let me tell you the history of this church. When we started this church, there were two leaders. Pastor Emmanuel, not, not Apostle Emmanuel. Pastor Emmanuel and then another pastor. That other pastor was much older and he was in this country before uh, uh, Pastor Emmanuel came. And then the strategy was very simple. Uh, we said, uh, you are going to lead the church because we had just come to America here. We need to grow one church, be strong, train leaders, and then we'll send them to open more churches. That was the strategy. And then for some reason, I decided to make Pastor yimon senior to him. Even though he was new. Even though he was a student. Even though he was younger. But that's my leading. That's my choice. And then he was to help assist build this one. And then when this one is established, we will send him to Texas to start building from Texas. This one is building from the north. He's building from the south. And then we are, we are taking over this land. That was the strategy. He was offended. And then his wife had pockets of uh, uh, the church was two royal house one and then within royal house there was another republic in, the, in the, led by his wife oh you haven't pastored a church like that before when you are preaching to one congregation but there are three congregations one congregation but three because there is one champion at the back who has gathered people and they are speaking against the pastor, speaking against the pastor's wife speak against everything the pastor's house. if the pastor buys a house, they will cough if he buys a new car they will sneeze if he wears a new shoe, they'll get running the tummy. Clap your hands I say, The devil is a liar. Somebody said, Grace! I was back in Accra, Ghana one day when they, he sent me a letter that he had resigned. I said, All right. Usually, Royal House Chapel. When our pastors are living and they are living on good notes by good release, we we send them off properly. But under the circumstances, praise God, you can go. Where is he today? He's vanished in the system. He's lost his calling, and I, I'm not too sure if that marriage is still even working. I'm not even too sure. Because as for me, my everything is royal house chapel. This is the gate of heaven. God is here and I didn't know it. So my friendship is in royal house chapel. My family is in royal house chapel. My everything is in royal house chapel. The day you say goodbye to me here, it means you are saying goodbye to our friendship. That's me. You say goodbye to me here, goodbye forever. Because I have too many sons whose names I don't know. And I'm still struck. Do I know your name? I I know this guy because he picks me from airport when I'm coming to Virginia. So I know him. He left. And yes, what? There are others who decided to stay under him, including retired Major. When we were in Ghana, he was senior to Reverend Emmanuel. But because he came to submit, today through Reverend Emmanuel, he has a ministry in New York. Somebody said, Christ. Reverend Hazel over here was senior to Reverend Emmanuel Makra. Reverend Hazel was inducted before Reverend Emmanuel. But she comes to us and she says that, "Hey, if I don't submit to this man, I will struggle here." From the day Reverend Hazel decided to submit, her ministry is doing well in New Jersey. he said to you, Pastor Jeff Pastor Jeff, when he was in Ghana he was at the back, I was at the front the closest he will come to me is when I was passing and my shadow fell upon him <laughs> that, that was the closest through the ministry of Reverend Emmanuel today he also can host me and 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 even, even the hosting, it was Reverend Emmanuel who asked me to come Reverend Imana called me and said, Pastor Jeff will be forty years. And so will I, if I come to America, would I make time? I so upon your recommendation. By grace are we saved. So therefore, let no one boast. For by grace we are saved and we are the workmanship of God prepared unto good works ordained in heaven before you were born. God already had ordained something that through grace that which he has ordained shall then manifest. So when you run away from the grace of God you are running away from your destiny and your future. So, so so, God comes to Jacob and says, Jacob, you are imperfect. But when my grace finds you, in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Jacob, Jacob, when my grace finds you, you will no longer be a con man and you will no longer be a liar. You will not be following after your brother's heels. But you will find your own calling and you will find your own name. Jacob, you are a nation. Israel is your name. Come on, tell somebody that your case is, is, is better. Tell somebody your case is good. Oh, come on, tell somebody your case is good. Tell somebody your case is good. Tell somebody your case is good. Hallelujah. Hmm. I said, Hallelujah. Okay. Now, 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 there, there, here was a window of opportunity God saw in Jacob hunger. Do you know that at, as, as, as early as 15 years, he was already hunger and thirsty for righteousness. His brother Esau comes to him and says, give me some pot of food to eat. He says, uh, Esau, have you heard the thing called birthright? You know, yeah, I've been hearing, ma- <laughs> mommy has been talking about birthright, but what it means, I don't know. Ah, mommy said the birthright is, papa will lay hands upon a person. And when papa dies, the person becomes a carrier of papa's God. And papa's family. And papa's vision. Jesus said, and so what? Give me the food, let me eat. Then he said, ah, I hear the birthright also belongs to the firstborn. So it is you. Uh, if you want my food, give me your birthright. Jesus said, take it, take it, take it, take it. At 15 years, Jacob already was thirsty and hungry. See, you, you can't come to a church like this and you are not in expectation of anything. You can come to a convention like this without a desire. Without a prayer need, a prayer request. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Until you are hungry, God cannot feed you. God God, look at Jacob, he said, he he has family issues, he he has bloodline issues, his character, his name, his his position, too many things working against him. But at least, he shows signs that he's looking for God. He he shows signs that he, he wants more of God. He shows signs that and so God said Jacob have I loved and Esau I have hated C- can you make yourself available so that God can see even if you have thousand weaknesses God wants to see just one little opportunity one little let me spend more time on Revelation let me spend more time on Revelation 10 Jacob left Beersheba and was going to an uncle in Syria he was 20 years old he hadn't traveled before and while he was there in the desert The sun ceased and darkness fell. And then he began to look for a place to lay, he said. And he found a place and he found this piece of stone. And then he places his head on it. And then as he slept, then he had a dream, a vision. And in the dream, he saw this long ladder. Reaching up to the heavens, long, far up there. And on top of it, he saw this strange glory sitting there. And then he saw angels were ascending and descending, ascending and descending. And then he heard a voice saying, Jacob, the ground where you are lying, you will come back and I will give it to you. I will not leave you until I have done what I have said. And you, Jacob, your weaknesses notwithstanding, in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. I will name a nation after you. Shall we call. Now, let me rewind to my exhortation last night. Before the cross became cross in Jesus' days. Abraham already had encountered the cross. And so, Jesus Christ said to those Pharisees, your father Abraham sought to know me and to find me. And when he looked for me, he saw me. Before Abraham was, I, Jesus Christ, I am. On that mountain, the table mount, those of you who will be following me to Israel, that I'm going to show you. On that mountain where Abraham Was going to sacrifice Isaac, another kind and type of Christ, on that mountain. There he met me in that lamb. He saw me. Before Jacob became Israel, something had happened. He had caught a revelation that is able and capable of changing your life. Hear me, sons and <laughs> Sakaya, if you if you fail to catch the revelation and the glimpse of where God is taking you, you will not reach there. You you don't wake up and say you are just going into your destination, your destiny. Where? Where? You've got to catch a revelation of who you are, where God is taking you before you can step in there. I remember I have a a senior sister who who fight me and the reason why she would fight me, one, I was too new too forward I like to talk too much and she hated me for one statement that I made I was very young and she was bullying me, bullying me you know This a a family of 20 something children I'm number 22 so I was disqualified position position wise the bloodline was not favorable in my family if you're a man you can't stay in one marriage forever the marriage which will last best will be either your 6th one or your 7th one so your first three they are all trials first three if you're a man if you're a woman in my father's house, however beautiful you are, born one, born two, you must have before your second or your third. Marriage. That's that's the baggage I was carrying. So, position-wise, I was, dis- I was, I was disqualified. Bloodline, family ties. Every male in my father's house had to take after the anointing for drinking. And as early as about seven, eight years, I was being initiated into it. How was it? How was I initiated? My father would be sending me to buy the alcohol. And then, uh, anytime I brought the alcohol, I'll be starting to see them drink. So they'll put the alcohol in the drink and then they'll drink it. I said, what is this thing that is hush?" But every day they are drinking. What is this thing that is burning? And yet they always want to drink. And then my father called me, crunchy. I said, Papa, he said, this one is the very right one. Tomorrow, go to the same woman. Then I said, this is the right one. Okay, tomorrow I'll find out what is it that makes it the right one. So, I am sent to go and buy this alcohol. Then I also go into a corner to hide. I open the alcohol, put a little in the lid.
0: Taste the thing. Hey, Hey!
1: Then I come home. And then I stand before my father. I said, Papa, here's the alcohol. He looks at the alcohol. I said, ah, crunchy. There's something wrong with alcohol today. The, yesterday, how much did you buy? I said, quarter. He said, but this quarter is lower than yesterday. I said, yesterday, I asked the woman to top it, to make add more. He said, next time, I said to add more. It's eight years old, and they were training me to become alcoholic. If that not be for the grace of God. One day after, I tasted the small one and it was good. The next time, I drank more. And as a little child, when I drank the thing, the thing collapsed me. I, I have, you, have you been there before? You know how they revived me? They gave me palm oil to drink. To throw up. Then I could hear my mother fighting my father. Don't send him to buy this thing again. Don't send him. Then my father said, so if i have sons and i can i cannot send who should i send see this this is why i will always remain humble because the baggage was too much but god saw just one little opportunity god saw and and realized that my heart was I have a heart for God. I have a heart for poor people. I, I, I have a father's heart. It is said in Accra that it's only Apostle General Sankran who can pastor the kind of musicians that he has in his church. Ha! Musicians are troublesome. And all the powerful musicians are all in my church. And yet, I pastor all of them and make sure that I unite them for the common cause and the common purpose. This is my senior organist. We've got an at our headquarters alone. And and whenever Iman comes to Accra, Ghana, I, I, I ask spies to, to 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 tell him. I said you should not go near my instrumentalist. Because Remember Iman uses dollar dollar to to to, to And echo, I have I've sent spies. He, oh, if you like, send me a message that you want to extend your holiday. Ha! When we finish this convention, we are all going to Accra Ghana. That's convention. Nonsense. You, you, you think I pay your school fees for nothing? <laughs> somebody shout, Grace. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody shout they say, Grace, 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 Grace. Hallelujah. like the last song you, you did. The last one, Jesus. Yeah, the last song. Sing it for me. Oh, you can sing the two of
0: you. You are highly lifted up. The tears Jesus. In there were tears in my eyes. Jesus. Hands. You are highly lifted up. Jesus. show
1: you signs of arrogance signs of arrogance when you come to church and you feel too big to worship it's a sign that you are you have an ego if you come to church and you you feel too proud to to listen to simple instructions when usher says sit here you, you are angry but when you come to church and 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 uh, everybody is in church and you are looking at your time and you, you are complaining uh, why, why, why are they shouting too much why, why are they the grace of God is about to miss you
0: Come on, lift up your right Jesus. hand. Jesus, you are high.
1: Service over here, and usually in my elements when 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 I'm in, in when I'm in this element, I normally will stop preaching and I'll start prophesying. Sometimes you think God has not called you, but God has. He has. He has. He has.
0: Jesus, up, Jesus. let me give you the word of God oh,
1: see the Lord said I should tell you your fulfillment is in ministry Jesus. and that military he just took you to the military to go and learn some military discipline there and remember Emmanuel, what God this God will be using this man to do royal house chapel Jesus. as for New York New York people you this man literate. is passing you for just for a season there I will be moving this man and this man is going to occupy a very big
0: position in Royal House Chapel. Jesus, You are lifted up. You are an I And
1: I you know and you know why. Jesus. You know why? Because you humble yourself. If you had been proud and to say I will not submit to this man. I will not have this dream that I have about you. See, the Lord says, I should tell you, stop listening to people. Your salvation does not lie in people. Your salvation lies in Christ and in the grace. Stop listening to people. Even though one door has closed, the Lord is about to open ten other doors.
0: <laughs> you are highly me. given to me. I make
1: this statement. You will never reach your next level until you catch a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Not Abraham, not Jacob, not Moses, not any of the Old Testament people and not you definitely. The the next level of where God is taking you depends on how much you know Jesus personally. Not, Not the Jesus who has been handed over to you by your personal encounter with him. And and in this place, many of you know Jesus, you've heard about Jesus, but you have never known him one-on-one personally. You haven't had an encounter. And when you are in your moment of struggles, and everything is against you, the first thing God does number one he releases grace number two he finds that if you are hungry and then number three he he now brings you a revelation now that is where many people miss it many people cannot catch the revelation before you stone me the ladder which he saw in Genesis was Jesus Christ that God was revealing to Jacob Jacob you have to meet Jesus here like your father met him on that mountain your grandfather and like your father got his image also on that same mountain when he was lying there that day that was a type of Christ and yet he was born from the house of Abraham but he didn't know God He was born in the house of Isaac, but he didn't know God. Until when he personally found God. He said, hey, now the Lord will become my God. He now personalizes. John chapter 1, verse number 47. John chapter 1, verse 47. John chapter chapter 1, verse 47. Do it quickly. I want to stay on the revelation a little bit. Background. Jesus had not been born. He was about to start his mission to go to the cross. He was now assembling and calling his disciples. And then one Nathaniel was told, We have found Jesus. The one that the Bible prophesied 750 years ago through Isaiah. And through all the prophets. We have found him. He said, Jesus. Where? Jesus of Nazareth. Can anything good come from Nazareth? So now Jesus meets Nathaniel, And then the first thing Jesus tells Nathanael. Do the King James for me. Okay, this one is okay. The word gal, but come to the new King James. I'll use the word deceit. It's okay because that one is, is, is closer to you. I'll use the deceit. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him. And said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. You will notice that the first word Israelite is the name of Jacob. Because Jacob shall become Israel. And so, every Israelite is born of Jacob. So, replace it. Behold, a Jacob indeed, in whom there is no deceit. And you know that the meaning of Jacob is also means deceit. So now replace it. Behold, a Jacob in in whom there is no Jacob. This is another species of Jacob. This one hasn't got 419 in him. This one is clean. But verse 51 will shock you more. Verse 51. Verse 51. And he said to him, most assuredly, I said to you hereafter, you shall see heaven open. And angels of God ascending and descending. The same order as in the book of Genesis. The same order as in Genesis. You see, angels are ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So who is that ladder? These angels are ascending and descending upon the Son of of man the ladder now watch this watch this so what is symbolism of the ladder jesus god is saying now a time is coming if you don't catch the revelation that your connection is heaven starts with jesus You can never be connected to heaven except through Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. No one connects to the supernatural except through the ladder, Jesus. You will never become what you want to become until you see who Jesus is. And you relate with him accordingly. And, and, and Reverend Emmanuel, people say they read the Old Testament. I know a certain church that doesn't believe in the Old Testament. Only New Testament. New Testament. Because the, 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 the New Testament is the, is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. If you read the Old Testament and you didn't find Jesus there, then you didn't read it properly. Yes, yes, Anytime you read the Old Testament, you see the shadow of Jesus hanging in there. manifestation so Jacob if you see angels ascending and descending number one today you are being connected to heaven you are being connected to the realms of supernatural because Jacob that's what has been your problem your problem is that you've been fighting family issues bloodline issues positional issues. Everything is against you here. Now, there's a beginning. I'm connecting you. So, as the angels ascend, you also notice that they are descending. So now, what is God teaching you? God is saying that he's a God that does not bring you to Christ, to him through Christ only, but he's also a God that reaches you through the same ladder. He doesn't only receive you to heaven through Christ but he also reaches you. See, God is looking for you more than you are looking for him. Yeah. And and tonight, when we start worshipping, lose yourself for the first time. It's been a long time since you cried. Some ego is, is preventing you from receiving the revelation that will take you to the next level. Some unforgiveness is preventing you from receiving the things of God. You have to. Assignment. Assignment. For the rest of the year, I want you to look for a true born again Christian spirit-filled, true-born-again Christian and ask him this question. Ask her this question. Do you have any regrets for giving your life to Christ? If the answer is yes, come and tell me. I will sell everything that I have and I will give you the money. Look for a person who is truly born-again, spirit-filled. Ask him or her, do you have any regrets for giving your life to Jesus? The answer will always be no. Because Every true born again Christian has experienced that grace that took us from our father's house, the curse from our father's house, the shame, the troubles, and has brought us where we are. So if we are, if we regret for becoming born again, <laughs> what? what, what is, I should go back to my father's uh, cup, baby. Born one, born two, divorce, alcohol. The first person who got married and my marriage has gone through 32 years in my house. First out of all them. If you are clapping, clap well because God is bringing you a miracle. You are my If gracious. you are celebrating, celebrate. You know already, when I start teaching, there are no singing again. That one, I want people to start thinking. So we'll come to singing now. Now we have got to the place of thinking. If you finish processing the statement, tell me to, I should go on. If you finish processing because I want to give you the process that thing properly. If you meet anybody who is born again, who says he has regretted for becoming born again, come and let me know. There are people who say, "Oh, it's hard to be born again. It's hard to be a Christian." Advice. Drop your Christianity. Try the other way. And you discover that it is harder not to be a Christian. It's it's harder. When you are not born again, try the other one. There is a very wealthy man. He's so rich. He has no respect for God. For Bible for church, nothing. It makes mockery of people who go to church and church people. Somewhere, somehow, his wife hears this gospel from the radio that didn't touch the wife. And the wife went and bought Bible? And she started reading the Bible secretly. One day he saw the Bible and said, whose Bible is it? The wife said, it's mine. He said, I don't want this nonsense in this house. Please. The wife said, oh. He said, I don't want this. I I don't want this thing in my house. Okay, sir. Okay. Okay, boss. Okay. So she went to hide the Bible. And she would read the Bible only when the man was not around secretly. One day she was not expecting the man, the man comes and then she was reading, she hardly really tried to put the Bible away but she didn't succeed, the man gave her one slap then the Holy Ghost power came upon the woman what is it, what is it is it money, I will leave, I will go I, I, I will choose Christ and, and I will choose my salvation take your money, take everything and the woman walked out She walked out. She left. I was traveling one of these days. uh, The cabin where I was sitting. There was this woman sitting with a very beautiful girl. So I got into conversation with them. I said, "Ah, you look like, are you the wife of Sussex? I said, I'm the wife of Susan, The first wife of Susan. I said, oh, okay. So this is the woman who received beatings for, for reading the Bible. I, 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 I was filled with affection for her. I said, oh, God bless you, mommy. God bless you, mommy. In spite of the fact that she left the money, she was still sitting in first class. God had not demoted her. God was with her and God is with her. Suddenly, one of the sons of the man dies. Then he's left with one. He's into drugs. He's also arrested in prison. In prison, Jesus Christ meets him in prison. He becomes born again. And then he sent a message to his father. He said, tell my daddy, I'm coming out of prison. But this time, I'm coming with Jesus. And I will read Bible in the house. He should be ready. You should get ready for me. All the money. What did the money do to us? What did the money do? Is it not drugs and is it not death and sicknesses and, and, and divorces and And now if if I, 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 I meet the man and the Lord gives me the revelation of the man who will bring all my troubles to an end and the man who can satisfy the emptiness in my heart and the man who loves me not because of who I am but because he has seen a little opportunity which he wants to turn around. You are preventing me from that man. Are you a devil? Listen to me, child of God. You are highly lifted up,
0: Jesus. To you me, are one, two, three, four, three. You're Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. What the Lord has got to do in the Lord will finish you. The Lord says, I will honor you in that family. In that house. Say in the Spirit of the Lord. You will not be like the others. The Lord says, I'll make you unique. And I will separate you. Of the glory. Restoration of the glory. The Lord said, you don't fight in the physical, you don't fight in the flesh anymore. But in the rest of the spirit. The Lord said, I will empower you. And I will give you grace. 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 Grace to grace.
1: Watch this. Watch this. So, so he he has seen Jesus. And when you see Jesus, there must be a sign and a transformation that something has taken place. So the man wakes up from his sleep.
0: He says, Ah, Whoa! God, you are here. God.
1: I didn't know. This is the gate of heaven. This is church. This is church. Take church out of your life and find whether your life will be the same again. As for those who tell you you go to church too much, please—they are unbelievers. Don't li- don't listen to them. Church is. The gate to heaven. Now, <laughs> The place where he met God was called Luz. L-U-Z. Now, the, the Hebrew word is separation or forsaking. So, the man's life, here is a man's life. I, I call it the five days of his life. Number one, he was in the desert. You know desert? Mom, you know desert? Please, please, those of you are coming with me to Israel, please, don't change your minds. When you go to Israel, you will begin to honor the faith of those fathers. Salome, the place is stony and sandy. You will see one tree. And Jacob was alone. He didn't know where he was going. Second day, so first day, Desert. second day, darkness. Then suddenly the sun ceases and darkness falls over him. Hey, Where am I going? Whose house am I going to sleep now? You knock every door and look at your face and say, who are you? three, is 30. He had a death sentence also over his head. His brother was looking for him. So, so, Jacob, Jacob, you better go forward. Because after Beersheba, don't attempt. Because when you go there, there's somebody with a cutlass it's waiting for you. It's called Esau. He was in the desert. He was in the season of his darkness. And then there was death sentence also upon his head. and his life was in danger because when you remember Emmanuel when you are driving from Jerusalem to Galilee it's all desert 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 and in those days they were walking so it took them days and weeks, and months. And everywhere you go to, and the sun set over your head, you have to look for a place to sleep. Now, those of you who study geography, you are told that in the desert, in the night, the clouds will cover the moon. So you see nothing. Number two. In the day, the sun is so scorchy, you can't stand it. And in the night, suddenly, it becomes very cold. Number two, it is the nine that wild bells like the all and the vultures also start looking their food. So when they see somebody lying there, they think it's a dead carcass. And so they are coming to try. And then you know, if you have studied about lions very well, you also know that in the valley, because it's all mountainous, the water can only be found in the valleys that, that the mountains have surrounded. And so that's where farming takes place. That's where they grow their crops, but that's where all the wild animals also go looking for water, including the lion. And you know, if you have studied about lions very well, you are told that the lion see better in the night than in the day because their eyes can penetrate. So their eyes are like torchlight. And can you imagine poor Jacob sleeping snoring, and then some lion who is hungry looking, he smells like some human. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yea, though, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Desert, desert. How many of you, when you came to United States of America, this place was not desert. How many of you, when you came here, you didn't get cultural shock? Those of you who came here for school, your parents made one semester, and then all the other semesters of the years you had to struggle. Don't forget your desert times and your desert seasons and become so arrogant because the grace of God has
0: found you. Please. Please. Remember,
1: you might went to school. Ah, so my this, is my son, this school is probably worrying you. But he's going to school because he must fit into the system. Oh, don't look at my face. Have you forgotten the first time you started working at that place? And then when they asked you, What's your name? Tell us about your background. And then you started with Africa, said, My name is uh, 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 Tina, uh, Tina Nalamle something. Uh, where do you come from? Uh, in Nigeria. I come from. I just say, Hey! Hey! You come from where? Where did you school? School? Ah, you mean education? Oh, uh. <laughs> education. Oh, I went to Lagos Primary, <laughs> University of Lagos, Uni- Unilag. Your your cultural shock, language shock, color shock. Everything shocked, desert. Oh, and I remember sometimes you stay in your room and you start crying. How you miss your parents, how you miss your brothers, how you miss your friends. And then your first snow came. And you read on television that the temperature was going to be minus something and then you call the office to find out whether it was a holiday they say your mother holiday your father holiday you think this is Africa where it rains. <laughs> people don't come to church here yeah, my negative five negative ten we are working get up and go to work and I'm fooling the desert. desert 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 but I'm standing here only because you made, you
0: moved mountains. Ah, you you caused war hey, The Lord will always be with you. The God who was with you will be with you. Jesus, something will change. Come on. That's Him. Lift up your voice. Standing You're born You're born. You're You're mountain. the you burn mountains. You cause the walls to fall. You cause the will come to an end, your troubles will come to an end, and prophesy in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands, sing it. The anointing is coming right now. The power of God is coming.
1: as much as possible and discipline yourself. You don't need to go out because you are here for a revelation. You are here to catch something. And so, don't be in a rush until the Holy Ghost has finished with you. Lift up your hands.
0: Don't be in a rush.
1: Just stay in the presence and let God finish
0: working on you. made Jesus. Don't know how Is bringing by your spouse The Lord is bringing you new songs. The Lord is bringing you a change. You are about to see heaven. You are about to experience. Shine, come on! Give me worship. Lift up your worship. Lift up your
1: worship. Lift up your worship. Lift up. The grace of God has found you. The grace of the Lord has found you. another song we'll be singing. The grace of God has found me. Right.
0: Your grace has found me just, just as, as I am. am. Come on now. Empty handed but alive anyway. Tonight,
1: I wanted to give your, your life grace, to Jesus. And I wanted to surrender your life to Jesus your again. Say, Jesus, I have never known Lord you as as the way I must know you. You, you, 15, you. That is why I'm still
0: struggling. Empty <sighs> <laughs> Ah, Come on, give me worship, hallelujah. Hey, your name is changing right now.
1: Your situation is changing right now. Wherever you find yourself, that you must not be. The power of God is lifting you out.
0: Kabosaka. And the baggage you are carrying, which is too much, the Lord is taking it. You will be different from others. You will be different from others. Lift up your hands.
1: forward if this does not concern you tonight the Lord is dealing with any person here that you feel and you know inside of your heart that you are not where God wants you to be the more you try to be perfect the more you try to excel the more your weaknesses and your trouble past and your bloodline issues pull you back And now you are tired of this situation and you are saying this message came for me father let your grace find me lord i am hungry if you find an opportunity a small window of opportunity to come to me it must be tonight Lift up your hand if you are that person. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My, to now, I want you to, your two hands lifted, I wanted to just come forward. My, Thank you. Can I have
0: an oil of anointing, please? Thank you. Come forward here. We are gracious, going to minister. Grace has found me just Jesus. as I am. When you ended, come, come pray, come say, Lord, I'll thank you, forever, forever, I am, I am changed your Forever, I am changed by your Start laying hands on here. Come on, Rich. Come Come on, Come Come Your, your grace has found me. Your grace found me just as I am. Take it Your grace has found me just hands upon them, let them take their seats. Reverend James, Reverend Marjorie, oh, oh, is moving Mar- here, see the power I of God, the Lord is healing you, Arches, Arches, mighty men, Jesus, Arches, mighty men, lift up your hands, worship Him. Ar- come ar- on, ar- take it, Karabosha, ar- take ar- it, Karabosha, ar- ar- every emptiness so in your heart. Fresh oil, fresh oil. The Holy Ghost is coming down. There is a revelation. The Lord is connecting.
1: The Lord is connecting you. The Lord is connecting
0: you. So sing it out uh, Lift up your voice Lift up your voice Lift Maud's up your receive, j- receive j- your healing right j- now Receive your healing right now Receive open j- it up Just worship. J- just worship Just worship just worship Just worship just worship Just worship Give it worship Come on up uh. release yourself open your, your heart release yourself Clap so your hands and say it again. Empty hand and arm. Give us your praise. Uh, for, yes, your praise is forever. Huh? In the presence of your majesty. In the presence of your majesty. Lift up your voice and say, oh, Majesty. Lift up your voice and say, Majesty. 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 I am not alone. I am not alone. I am not alone. You are not alone. You will go before. You are not alone. You will never. Something is changing. You are catching a new revelation.
1: i just talked about hunger, hunger. When you are hungry for God, you don't look at your time when service is going on.
0: I'm telling you.
1: I know today I have I've have, I have, I have hit some cuts in people's lives. Show me anyone who didn't cry when you came to this country. There are people who were supposed to receive you from Africa. You stay with them for two weeks and then they told you you should find a place. Even the two weeks you didn't stay there for free, they made you contribute towards the house. I mean, I hope sometimes you share your story with them, what you suffered you went through in London. Okay. woman, uh, the the Lord is coming to your house. Mm -hmm. Take it. Whatever pain you have suffered, the pillow of stone is about to turn to pillar of praise. Mm -hmm. Have you seen a man sleeping on pillow the whole night before? Pillow the morning time, when he caught his revelation, the stone had become an altar. And God said, you will come back. And this stone upon which you slept shall be my house. Praises shall be sung in this house. His pillow of pain had turned into pillar of praise. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Not sing for me. What a powerful name it is.
0: What a powerful name it is. The name, name of Jesus. What a powerful name. A a powerful powerful name. Your music will change from powerful morning name. into what a celebration. Powerful name. The name of from Jesus. The name of Jesus Christ my, my What a powerful name. What a powerful name. Nothing can stand again. Nothing can stand again. What a powerful name. What a powerful name it is. The name of Please be seated. Please be. Let me, let me do this.
1: Let me, let me. Friday, I will now go to the ladder. The provision of the ladder the height of the ladder where the ladder can take you to and that's anointing service for Friday and anybody who is not wearing cross please get one Friday if you go to the shop you have a lot of earrings with cross please buy it's for you they they are not for unbelievers They are a revelation of where God is taking you. Oh, you people, I wish I wish I was in Accra, Accra, people will go crazy. I'm gonna say that again. You people, I I won't preach here again. You people hear yours. Are you ready? Receive your revelation. Can I hear somebody say amen? It is only the cross that will take you to where you are going. When you go to the shop and you see cross earrings, buy them. Ah, I love this one. I love that. Ah, you've deceived me. I love this one. How about this? This? This one's got something like times multiplication sign. So Reverend Emmanuel goes for the woody one, the original. But you know what? Jesus Christ resurrected and he came in the power of gold. So I'm telling you. <laughs> this the Reverend Emmanuel's own reminds me of the pain of Jesus Christ. This one represents fr- glory, the riches of God. Hey, Bishop Tina.
0: The glory. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, I want to introduce Bishop Tina.
0: glory of the Lord is down. Hey,
1: tomorrow you preach the sermon. <laughs> Clap your hands and say, I'm not ashamed of the cross. I taught you last time, I said sacrifices is not the last item on the church's program for the day. And that it is an integral portion and part of it. It is the clemence, it's the icing on the cake. Now, go to my text and then shoot me verse number 18 quickly. The text that we are considering for this convention. Genesis chapter 28. Have I blessed somebody here tonight? Are you smelling hope for tomorrow? Can you see that God is coming through for you? Your story will be better than Jacob's story. Why are there so many unbelievers at the back? Can I prophesy again? I said, Your story will be better than Jacob's story. Can you clap your hands and shout and say, I receive it? Read with me. Verse 18. We are not finished. Ready, go. Then. Read the aloud. Ready, go. Then, Jacob. And then, that, and then, may your stone turn into a pillar. May your stone of pain and your stone of trouble turn into a pillar of altar. Shout, i receive it. And I turned into a pillar and I did what? That oil is not anointing oil. Because in Genesis chapter 28, the anointing oil had not been created. The anointing oil was created in Exodus chapter number 40. And so that was about some thousand years later. So this oil is an oil of offering. It's an oil of sacrifice. Now I'm going to prove to you more. I'm going to prove to you more. Nobody, going to... He poured on top of it. He said, from today, I will no longer have pain. Now, I will be celebrating. It is called the oil of gladness. Read 19. Ready, go. And Bethel. But the name of the city was previously called last. A place of separation, a place of forsaking, a place of abandonment now become the house of God. May people follow you to the house of God because they see Christ and victory in you. Clap your hands and shout I receive it. First verse. And then Jacob read, read the loud verse. Let it go. Saying uh-huh uh-huh and then uh-huh uh-huh then so that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then now the God of his fathers will not be his personal God because he's not found God. At first he didn't know him. You only heard about him. So that's where God wants to bring you. It's, It's not enough to hear about God, but it's enough to know him at first hand. You must experience God. God must reveal himself. Because that revelation takes you to the next level. Now watch this. 20, 22. Ready? Go. And shall and of all. Stop there. Watch me. Since when was the last first time and the last time, or the first time you heard Jacob talking about giving? Jacob didn't have. Voca- giving was not his vocabulary. Joseph, Jacob, his vocabulary was get. Get. Pursue. Take what does not belong to him. scramble for everything. Greedy person. Always getting. The first time Jacob was talking about giving was when he had an encounter with God. When he saw Christ and he became born again. So here's the conclusion. When you hear people saying that in church we talk too much about money, tell them church is the place to talk about money. You don't talk about money anywhere apart from the gate of heaven. That's why you talk about money. Number two, giving is not for unbelievers. That's why they don't understand it. And they cannot understand it, and I don't expect them to understand it. And as long as Jacob was an unbeliever, he didn't talk about giving until when he saw Jesus. So anytime you come to church and you see somebody giving, the person is born again. When you see anybody insulting pastors for taking tithes and offering, that person is an unbeliever in the church. It is another republic within the church. Giving is the language of born again, spirit filled. Giving is the language of people who have had an encounter with God. Giving is the language of people who appreciate the grace of God upon their lives. Giving is the language of people who are grateful to God for breaking them away from their background and their family lines. So now I'm going to see who is spirit-filled here. I want to see here who knows God. I want to know here whose language is not get, get, get by giving. Jacob was not talking about giving before. Now he's talking about building a church. go back to the scripture before the things that he asked God the things that he connected the giving to go back to I think 21 he connected the gift giving to something oh this 21 Uh, is it 22 then Jacob made a vow saying if you will be with me number one protection today when you step out for the envelope, you must step out to pick an envelope because God, I want you to protect me and my family in this America. I said, hey, San Juan Apostle General, this is a country, when I go into a lift and I see anybody with a strange face and the person doesn't greet me, I speak in tongues and, and I'm watching him when he wants to make any move, even if I'm going to the 17th floor, when we have got to 11, i I'll get down and I'll continue the rest by staircase. Hey, look, the guy looks so big, and he knows he comes to the floor and he doesn't greet me. And we are going from ground floor to 18th floor. It's too long, it's too long to contain. And then if you're not lucky, and then he creates <coughs> There, there is, there's a, a video that has gone viral. You laugh and you laugh. So President Trump was giving a speech, and when he was giving a speech, uh, somebody in the crowd had a placard uh, uh, written on it: uh, ISIS, Al Qaeda, and then the person shouted, "Wala Kubala!" And as soon as Trump had it, Trump took. To, See, his security came after him for him, and they all started running because those people watch them they say, Allah means the bomb is going to follow. <laughs> you laugh and you laugh and you laugh. And so later, when he saw that the person was kidding him, he said, Oh, come on, no, next time, don't be, don't be, don't be a bad boy. Somebody said, protection. Somebody said, If you keep me, number two. If you keep me in this way that I am going. So you know that protection is one thing. And then traveling is another thing. How many of you don't travel to work? On a daily basis. That's the second reason why you must pick an envelope. Two. Three. And if you give me bread to eat. Four. Provision. 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 want you to pick an envelope because God, you've been kind, you've been good. This is a country of food, but somewhere, somewhere, you've been hungry here before because you came home and there was nothing at home and the woman you were staying with had locked the fridge and locked the freezer because she didn't contribute to the last groceries. And in this country, if you eat bread in the morning, bread in the afternoon, bread in the night, it's equal to poverty. Somebody say provision. And number four, if you give me clothing to wear, in winter, if Lord, I can afford a jacket to keep me warm. And if I can afford heating in my house. There's a lady here, uh, she'll tell you her story before. She couldn't pay for gas, everything, uh, uh, electricity. So water was not running through uh, the heating system. You know how she was bathing? She would cook water on the gas every morning to bath. In America here. You give me clothing to put on. The last one. And if I come back to my father's house in peace. That's number five. Then this God shall be my God. And then for the first time, Jacob lets her to give. Then of all that you give me, I'll give you a tenth. Around this time, watch it. Around this time, the law of tithing had not been created in the book of Leviticus. Or Exodus. Or in the time of Moses. The law of tithing had not come. So where did Jacob receive the revelation from? He received a direct revelation about giving from God. That is why from today, don't give because somebody is coercing you. Don't give because of a law. Don't give because somebody is giving. Give because you have found a revelation of who God is. The five pointers. Protection. Traveling mercies provision clothing and peace come and pick an envelope and sew at five hundred dollars
0: holy words long for our in this world it is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lead you to the place where you belong Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.